I've been preaching 50 years. I still get nervous. <clears throat> First of all, I don't want to disappoint the Lord. Then I want to give you something to go home with. So, anyway, we're going to try tonight. <clears throat> and I want to pray for a couple of things for Pastor Scott and the family, for uh, these twins. That a boy or a girl with two boys, and the one has a broken leg. Wow. Rough way to start out in life. <clears throat> Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for your love and mercy. Thank you that we can come to you with our deepest requests and know that you hear and answer prayer. <clears throat> we pray for Brother Scott and for Michelle and the kids. Pray you watch over them and bless them and continue to give them a good week this week and then bring them home safely. Lord, we pray for these twins and for their care and watch over them, watch over this little one with a broken leg and uh, pray for healing. And our Father, we thank you. Lord, also we remember the people in El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, we pray for their families. Pray that uh, perhaps through this and through the testimony and the work of Lieutenant Governor and the Governor, that people might be made aware there's a God in heaven, a God who controls, and a God who can help in the midst of heartache and trouble. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I thought uh, Carlton was going to steal my thunder. Going to take all my time. Carlton loves to visit, by the way. Good man. <clears throat> uh, what we're going to do tonight is a kind of a view of the scripture as a whole. Uh, not always in complete order, but I think you'll understand as we go along. <clears throat> uh, this is about the some powerful words of scripture. And there's a lot in this Bible. Genesis 1.1 starts out, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God. In the beginning, God. Now, the evolutionists like to tell us that in the beginning was a little amoeba. Uh, that amoeba wasn't mine. Ancestor didn't cause me to get going. Then we read in John chapter 1 and verses 1, 2, and 3. Uh, in the beginning was the word, the Logos. Logos means the expression of the Father. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, not by evolution. And without him was not anything made that was made. Then we read in 1 John 1, 1, and Brother Tom spoke of that this morning. 
that which from was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled of the word of life. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, remember the Eve was out walking in the garden and wasn't home taking care of the dishes. And uh, she's out walking in the garden and along came the old serpent. Said, Look at that, Eve, isn't that beautiful? Oh, I can't touch that. Can't have that. He lied to her. And the more she looked at it, the better it looked. And she reached out and grabbed that fruit. And she gave some of it to her husband. Look, honey, look what I found. <clears throat> and that was the beginning of the fall. And God put into practice his plan of redemption. <clears throat> Immediately, the coats of skin were made because they were naked. Nowadays, I, on some of these television movies, you see them parading around through the trees and the bushes naked. When we do, that television goes off. Horrible stuff today on TV, but that's another, another sermon. <clears throat> and so uh, God made provision. And he made coats of skins for them. Where did you get the skins from? From the animals. How did you get the skins? Well, blood was shed. Picturing the blood of Jesus Christ, which cleanses us from all sin. And uh, in Genesis 22 and uh, verses 7 and 8, uh, God said to Abraham, Take your son, your only son Isaac, Take him up on Mount Moriah. Sacrifice him there. That seems strange to us, doesn't it? God would say, kill your son. Abraham said, okay, God. And he went. Went up on that mount. <clears throat> Took the fire and the wood. Isaac, being a curious young man, said, where's the sacrifice? And the answer was, God will provide himself a lamb. And as you know the story, they, he looked around at the thicket, and in the thicket there was a ram caught, and they killed that uh, ram instead of Isaac. <clears throat> that kind of picture is a forerunner of God providing himself. Jesus Christ as the sacrifice for us. And then in, uh, we come to Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 15. We read about the Messiah. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, and remember that during the days of Jesus Christ walking on this earth, the people didn't realize, would not admit to the fact that this is God. <clears throat> but he was God. 
he looked like any other Jewish person. They wouldn't give credence to the things he did, just like our president doesn't get credit for the things he does. <clears throat> and, uh, but he was different. Deuteronomy 6.4 is a great verse for us to pay attention to. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And you shall love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. We come to Joshua. As I said, these are not always all in order, but they're pertinent to what we want to bring to you tonight. <clears throat> Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make thy way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. The world tells us to do this and you'll have good success. Or do that and you'll have good success. God says, follow me. Follow the book. Do what I tell you and you will make your way prosperous. <clears throat> A lot is said in the Bible about the way or the road or the path that we take. How important it is to start our kids out on the right road teaching them the right thing and teaching them how to say no, how we say no to the things. They learn how to say no right away, by the way. If you had kids, you know that. There's certain guidelines we need to teach our kids. One of the points uh, to make with this, God seeks to bring people to realize that he's the Lord, our righteousness. Jehovah to Sintkanu, the Lord, our righteousness. In uh, Jeremiah 32, 17, it says, Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for you. Like that little baby with a broken leg. That's not too hard for God to fix. When you have a financial need in your life, that's not too hard for God to fix. So many of you, including my wife, have backache terrible back pain again that's not too hard for God to fix been praying a long time for her and praying for some of you folks Bonnie knows all about that back pain and these knee operations it's not a piece of cake <clears throat> I saw Mike Lutz the day after his operation. 
He never had so much pain in his life, he said. <clears throat> but he's getting better. Not too hard for God to fix. Uh, Job 19.25. Another verse I came up with. I, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Now Job went through the fire. Lost his family. Lost his property. Lost his animals. Job 19.25. He gave his testimony. I know that my Redeemer liveth. And that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And we know about Psalm 22, 23, 24. Psalm 22 and verse 1, he said, My God, my God, why has you forsaken me? And we read that in the Gospels. This was a picture of Jesus Christ on the cross. And why did that happen? God does not, cannot look upon sin and his son became sin for us. Psalm 22, 23, and 24 form a trilogy. Uh, the Good Shepherd, the Great Shepherd, and the Chief Shepherd. Backtracking a little bit, Second Chronicles 7, 14. Another important portion of the Word of God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Dan Patrick is the lieutenant governor of Texas. I heard him this morning on the Fox Channel. The preacher couldn't have done it any better. He was uh, exhorting. Things that we need in our country need to get back to and get away from. The video games, the uh, things out there that glorify killing. <clears throat> things that we would not, never want our kids to be part of or doing or seeing. <clears throat> Interesting that uh, we can't have prayer in our schools when our kids are dying. Interesting that uh, our culture has gotten so bad. Kids are growing up without knowing about Jesus Christ. We come to Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp to, to show me where to walk safely and a light to show me where to go. I like Proverbs 4. I've told this before. I'm sure Proverbs is a good vitamin for every day. Read one every day for 31 days and you get the end of that. Start over again. Read it again. <clears throat> I forget where I heard about doing this. Jeremiah, I think it was on TV, Dr. Jeremiah. Somewhere anyway. 
I've been doing that for a long time, and I get a lot out of that, out of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 4 and 13 to 15 says, Take fast hold of instruction. It's get on the right road. And this Bible is our GPS to lead you where to go and how to go. Um, then we have Isaiah 7:14. We hear this at Christmas time. We ought to hear it more often, I guess. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. He came down to rescue us, to die for our sins on the cross. Isaiah 9, 6, a child is born. More than that, a son is given. John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Imagine that. We're just finite little creatures. The God of the universe gave his son to die for us. Sin must be punished. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that sin has to be punished. And it was in the person of Jesus Christ on the cross. Isaiah 52 verses 13 to 15 and all of chapter 53 tell about the crucifixion of Jesus and the suffering that he did for us. I guess we can't hardly imagine the scope of that, the how bad it was for us. In Isaiah 61 and 1 to 2, he talks about the day of grace. Followed by, in verse 2, the day of vengeance. We live in the day of grace. This is grace now. You can be born again. You can come to Jesus Christ. One of these days, it's going to be a day of vengeance. The tribulation period is soon coming. And there'll be vengeance on this earth. Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10 tells us the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You ever thought about your own heart? How it deceives you sometimes? Deceitful above all things. Verse 10 of that of Jeremiah 17 says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins. What are reins? The motives. Why are you doing what you're doing? I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. Joel 3.16 says, The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem and the heavens and the earth shall shake. It's going to come. On the earth, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. In Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Then we come to Matthew chapter 6, 9 to 13. 
called the Lord's Prayer. It's really the disciples' prayer. It's the model. In verse 8 of that portion, he's, he, he's, he knows what you need. He knows what you need before you ask. When I was first saved, 1956, I I think I spoke at a ladies' a women's temperance meeting. I think I was where I started. Anyway, I wanted, I spoke somewhere and I said, Lord, I'd like another opportunity. <clears throat> that was on a Saturday when I prayed. Monday in the mail came the invitation. Now, the Lord already had that in motion before I prayed. God does that for us. Matthew 6.33, you know that one. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Food, drink, clothing, and I believe along with that is security. God is able. Mark 16, 15, Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. I think Brother Tom kind of emphasized that this morning. Witnessing for the Lord. Verse 19, Jesus was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Now, you notice in Acts chapter 7, I believe it's 58, when Stephen was martyred, Jesus stood up to receive him. Kind of exciting thought, isn't it? That you might stand up to receive us in heaven. I think about John and Betty Stam, martyred in 1934 in China. Their baby was saved. Was hid, I guess. So they didn't find that baby right away. January 8, 1956, five men in Ecuador trying to reach the Alca Indians. Five years before that, and this I don't remember, I think it was Peru, one of the South American countries, five people were murdered. And why do they do it? Because they try to witness and try to bring the gospel to these people. In 2000, I think they said, or I guess during the 20th century maybe, there were more people martyred around the world than in any previous time. Uh, and we come to Luke 137. This is encouraging for all of us. With God, nothing shall be impossible. <clears throat> In uh, Luke 12, 20 and 21, the says, Thou fool, the rich fool, we want to be rich toward God and send our treasure on ahead. <clears throat> Somebody broke into our church and robbed us. Robbed the uh, four or six other churches recently. Someone stepped up to the plate 
and invested that money that belonged to our missionary. <clears throat> what we give to the Lord, we're sending on up there. If we hang on to it, we're liable to lose it. If we send it ahead, it goes into our account in, in, in heaven. Uh, Luke 24, 6. He is not here. He's risen. And he said, remember. Now, this is an important point, I think. We do not remember what we have not read or heard. <clears throat> you know, students, how they study the night before, big test. Haven't studied all week, all year, but the, before the big test, they want to study. It's hard to ask the Lord to bring to your mind if you haven't studied it. Likewise, if we don't remember this gospel, this book, and don't study it and don't learn the scriptures, uh, now God could put it in your mind, but more apt to be if you've studied it and memorized it and, and learned it. Then we have the old faithful gospel of John chapter 3. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Three seven, three three, three seven, three five. It talks about being born again. Verse sixteen, we know that one. God so loved the world. I like that word so. S o. That's emphasis. That's emphasis that we we have been so loved that he died for us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten or unique son. And I'm going to run out of time. I don't usually do that. Uh, there's so much here. Let me just, just give a quick uh, Joel 3.16. No, I already read that. I think it is. Anyway. Will bring us to a close. John 8:44. We learn who the father of these perverse and wicked perpetrators of violence is the devil. You have a, of your father the devil. I don't want the devil for my father. Our heavenly father loves us with a perfect love and wants the best for us. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He says in John 14, uh, John 17, 3, This is life eternal. They might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of God and for the scope of the word and for all these verses that tell us that you care about us. You love us. You died for us. We ask you to bless now, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.